Well, Lord, send your spirit to move in our world and to stir the water of our souls so, so that we will desire a word of instruction that awakens us to the joy of your coming reign. In the study of these ancient words, which are ever true, open your hand and satisfy our need through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, today's scripture reading is from Hebrews. You know, before I told you how to find something by going forward to the seventh chapter, well, this, you, you can get to Hebrews by going backwards. At the end of the Bible is Revelation, then Jude, John, Peter, James, and Hebrews. If you get to Philemon or Titus, you keep going too far. You missed your exit again. Our reading starts at the 29th verse of Hebrews 11. It's partway through a passage that's been called the Roll Call of the Saints. The chapter starts with the definition of faith. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. And in those early verses, the faith of Abel and Enoch and Abraham and Jacob and Isaac and Moses all that is recounted. And then our reading picks up with the people following faithful Moses. Listen now for God's word for us in the 11th chapter of Hebrews, starting at the 29th verse. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as if it were dry land. But when the Egyptians attempted to do so, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after they had been encircled for seven days. By faith, Rahab the prostitute did not perish with those who were disobedient because she had received the spies in peace. And what more should I say? For time would, not, uh, would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promises, shut the mouths of lions, quenched raging fire, escaped the edge of swords, won strength out of weakness, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight. Women received their dead by resurrection. Others were tortured, refusing to accept release in order to obtain a better resurrection. Others suffered mocking and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned to death. They were sawn in two. They were killed by the sword. They, they went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, persecuted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains and caves and holes in the ground. Yet all these, though they were commended for their faith, did not receive what was promised since God had provided something better so that they would not, apart from us, be made perfect. Therefore, since we are surrounded by a great, so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who for the sake of the joy that was set before him 
endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. O Lord, may my words and may our thoughts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. The book of Hebrews speaks of faith more than any other book in the New Testament, according to the scholar Francis Taylor Ginch. When we focused on chapter 11 last year, I called that sermon 24, not because of TV's Jack Bauer, you remember, played by Kiefer Sutherland, copy that. <laughs> not because of that show, but because the word faith is used 24 times in chapter 11. Today's text starts with the faith of the people of Israel who followed Moses and passed through the Red Sea as if it were dry land. Notice that phrase, as if. And if you remember the 10, most people think about that traumatic Ten Commandments version, you know, Charlton Heston holding up the king, staff and all. 1956 was a big year for movies. Well, that's very dramatic, isn't it? And when they went by, it looked, it was dramatic, but it looked kind of safe. Well, it didn't turn out so safe for Pharaoh's army, did it? It took faith to follow him into that chasm between the waters. Well, the first verse we read today spoke of heroes, those first bunch of verses, spoke of heroes in Israel's history, but starting in verse 35, we hear of faith enduring all kinds of hardship. We hear people tortured and not accepting release. About people being suffering, mocking and flogging and being in chains, imprisoned, stoned to death. You remember Stephen, the, the first deacon was stoned to death, the first martyr. Sawn in two, killed by the sword. Going about in, she in sheepskin and goats skins, destitute, you know, like the John, John the Baptist did out in the, in the desert, persecuted, tormented. Those folks wandering in the desert and mountains and caves and holes in the ground. And in the end, it all turned out fine, right? Not really. All these, even though they were commended for their faith, they didn't receive what was promised, God had something better down the road in mind. And what was the something better? Jesus Christ. Praise is the pioneer and perfecter. That is the beginning and perfecter's finisher. The beginning and the end. He said, I am the Alpha and the Omega. Jesus enduring the cross and disregarding its shame because it was certainly the most shameful way to die but has taken his seat at the right hand of God. So what is faith and why is it so important? The writer of Hebrews, you remember, said that faith is assurance of things hoped for, conviction of things not seen. That scholar I mentioned, Frances Gensch, who's a Union Seminary professor in Richmond, she writes that faith enables believers to live by a vision of the reality of God and of God's purposes for the earth and a vision that is not yet present or visible to the eye. 
Faith, she said, empowers believers to move into the future with trust and confidence, knowing that the future belongs to God. Not believing in sense of hope, I'm hoping that's true, but knowing the future belongs to God. The New Testament expresses the understanding of faith really with two terms that are kind of related to Hebrew verb to be true, to be trustworthy. You can count on it. In the gospel, faith refers to believing and trusting in the gospel new, good news. Um, most nights at bedtime at our house, we, we'll ask each other, what, what time do you want to get up in the morning? And because well, getting up varies with get up earlier on Sunday these days, most days. But getting up time varies according to the plans for the next day. Well, sometimes <clears throat> Sarah will say she wants to arise at French toast o'clock. <laughs> well, we learned a long time ago the best French toast is made using sourdough bread. It's, it holds together, it doesn't fall apart. You can actually flip it and not. And we used to buy it at a particular store in Raleigh, but a few years ago, that store, they almost doubled the price on their sourdough bread, and they made a smaller loaf, and I said, enough. It's time for me to learn how to make my own, so with the help of, thank goodness, for YouTube videos, right? And a little help from Amazon, I learned to make my own. Amazon, from Amazon, I bought some of that magic dust from San Francisco to get that San Francisco sourdough flavor. And got a, had a little crock of stuff there. Well, keep it in the refrigerator. When I lift that heavy jar of sourdough starter out of the refrigerator, or smell that distinctive scent of sourdough starter, I remember a sermon we heard in... Uh, probably the 80s in Montree, the mountains of North Carolina. This preacher was telling us about how he and his family had kind of gotten into doing this sourdough thing and, and then they went on a long vacation and they traveled around much of the country and everywhere they went, they told, told their friends about the joys of sourdough. And so in thinking on this long drive, he said he had decided that faith is like sourdough in at least three ways. First, you have to get it from somewhere. The Bible tells us that faith is a gift from God. You see, God stands at the center of any discussion of faith. Faith comes to us at God's initiative. Well, the secondly, you have to feed it. You can't just leave sourdough starter Lying around too long. Well, you can, but you won't like the results. Every once in a while, you need to pour off the hooch. Hooch is that yucky, uh, watery stuff. That It's a natural product of the, of the yeast process. And you need to stir in some flour and some distilled water. Don't put city water in it. It'll kill it. <laughs> too much chlorine. <laughs> well... You see, sourdough and faith, are, they're both living things that have to be fed to stay alive. 
And the third thing is, well, you've got to share it. You know, when you discover some new recipe or a new restaurant or new, you read a really good book or you see a really neat movie, don't you find yourself wanting to share it, to tell others about it? You want to tell your friends and family, maybe even strangers, about what has enhanced your day, what has brought you joy, what has improved your life somehow. One Thursday morning, uh, Betty and I were grocery shopping when we spied a confused-looking husband staring in amazement and distress somehow at the 500 kinds of coffee on aisle three. <laughs> Clearly, he was a man who needed a little advice. So I reached over and I picked up a brick of our favorite coffee, Harris Teeter French Roast Dark. And I, this is all I told him. I said, this is good. And it's a bargain. It was half the price of the ones he was looking at. So he, he said, I'll try it. I'll try it. You see, when you've got hold of something good, you want to, you need to share it. So let me close with three questions for you. Have you thanked God for the faith God has given you? How are you feeding your faith? How are you sharing your faith? If you notice those funny looking little sour cream containers I have up here, I thought, well, I can't talk about sourdough starter without bringing some to share. <laughs> I have three today if anybody's interested. Now, I'll remind you, you have to feed it. <laughs> but how are you sharing your faith? And as we seek to be thankful for, to feed and to share our faith, let us lay aside every way the sin that sings, clings so closely and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. Thanks be to God. Now, may the God of creation and restoration give you confidence in the daily task set before you this week. May the God of love and compassion assure you of your heritage as a child of God. May the God of guidance and inspiration mold you in God's image. And may the Blessing of God, creator, redeemer, sustainer, be with you and remain with you today, tomorrow, and forever. Amen.